Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny East Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 3, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We're going to go ahead and talk about movies, TV, and read some fiction. If you want to get hold of the show, you can go ahead and go to Facebook.com, Aaron's Horror Show, or you can go to Twitter.com, Aaron Horror Show, or you can go ahead and send us an email at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go ahead and support the show by going to Patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. I got it for you. Mandalorian. I know I promised you last time that I would watch The Mandalorian. I have. And now I'm here to report. Baby Yoda. And, uh, oh, spoilers. Sorry. Baby Yoda might have revealed something. Actually, I really didn't. It's a Yoda-like being that happens to be a baby. <laughs> so... They think that uh, they they make a mention that it, that the creature is like uh, fifty three years old, and it's literally a Yoda like creature, uh, so the same race as Yoda, but a baby. So is it baby Yoda? Is it not? I don't know. They're I think they're kind of playing that one tightly because they either want to reveal something about it or they just want to throw you off course. You know. Uh, so, you know, because we never really learn where Yoda's from, and, and maybe we do in one of those books that my wife read that they destroyed, and and, <laughs> and uh, maybe they don't, I'm not sure. But either way, it's baby Yoda, or a Yoda-like creature. And so is it related to Yoda? Is the baby, uh, you know, a... Uh, just another Yoda creature, you know, same race as Yoda, or is it actually Yoda? Like, maybe the life cycle of them are to, like, die and then get reborn like a phoenix and then grow up again and become a Yoda 2.0. <laughs> like, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know what they are. I mean, there are uh, these jellyfish that are, are immortal jellyfish. I think they're literally called immortal jellyfish. They're like, they're these jellyfish that have been around for as long as the planet, millions and millions of years or something, like like very long time. And, and what they happen with, with their life cycle is they actually get younger <laughs> and then become like a baby again and then grow up and then get younger. And they just go through this cycle, and that's why they're called immortal jellyfish because they're kind of immortal, but they go into these like cycles where they <laughs> are almost reborn uh, and it's kind of kind of interesting. So yeah, if you got a chance, look up Immortal Jellyfish. Also watch The Mandalorian and, you know, if you haven't seen it and you don't like spoilers, 
you know, watch it, come back, and then you'll know all about Jellyfish and about uh, the Boba Fett people. Uh, so yeah, the Mandalorian, of course, is the Boba Fett people. Uh, it's not Boba Fett, of course. Uh, it's just a Mandalorian. Uh, and uh, essentially, uh, you know, it, it, it's a really, I think it's a really good series. It, it kind of goes more into the the Mandalorians and about how they're not really a, a race of people, but a creed. And you get the sense that they, you know, take in orphans and train them to be warriors, and then they never take off their helmets again. Which <laughs> I think it's funny because, like, yeah, they made a big deal. Like, you take off your if if, if someone sees you with your helmet off, uh, you you know you you have to pack it in and and never be a Mandalorian again. Like like they always keep their helmets on. And you know, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, like how do they brush their teeth <laughs> in the morning? <laughs> drink water <laughs> i mean like like or i make okay they probably have a water spout in their in their suit i guess but but yeah god it must get nasty in that thing if they don't take off their helmet like they don't throw it in the wash ever you know like <laughs> like like they're always like that's the mandalorian part i want to see i want to see the mandalorian like <laughs> like at the like does he wear a little like a, a burlap sack over his head while he's at the dry cleaners, you know, like, <laughs> like, who's that guy with the burlap sack? <laughs> oh, he's a Mandalorian. He's just washing his helmet right now, you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no one can see them without their helmet on. So, you know, <laughs> and then there's also like, you know, a, a ex lover in the story, which they don't really say whether or not he took off his helmet or not when they made love and, <laughs> that's got to be weird like if you like like i can get totally naked except my helmet <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's got to be weird and you know and 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 okay this if, if you're listening with small children maybe you should have them have them go away this is going to acknowledge the existence of sex but but you know ladies am i right if they they don't have access to their uh their 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 tongue or anything it's not going to be as fun right like what's 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 the what's the point really you know what i mean like <laughs> like yeah the, the the whole helmet thing like like <laughs> it, it, it is cool for the series but you know really when you start thinking this is you know once again you know maybe i think too hard but uh yeah i can't take off your helmet might get a little weird i i you know for me i just think the the uh the <laughs> the whole washing <laughs> the helmet thing like like how does he wash his helmet like he has to wash his helmet at some point but anyways uh yeah so you know he goes through a rite of passage through through the series and he gets a jetpack by the end just like boba fett had so he becomes a a true mandalorian it's like uh i don't know you know mandalorian gets his wings <laughs> uh <laughs> joke in there somewhere maybe i should write down these jokes before i just kind of kind of randomly talk about them so anyway so yeah you got you, you got that he gets his jetpack by the end and and you know he also collects a, a a group of people you know like there's a an ex-rebel shock trooper that's that's cool and there's this sort of lando calorizine 2.0 guy uh <laughs> you know that's that's the the sort of leader of the city uh you know that's a, a initially giving him his jobs and stuff and then you know there's uh this this droid which he doesn't like droids so you know there's that droidism again you know if you go back to the first star wars movie and and there's just a comment by the barkeeper when 
C-3PO and, and R2-D2 come in, like, we don't serve their kind here. <laughs> like, like robots? You don't serve robots? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where does droidism come in? You know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that is always, is funny. But then, you know, with the Mandalorian, they make him like a droidist, I guess, and he doesn't like droids. Uh, but then you, you, you finally, like, you actually do learn why he doesn't like droids. Like, when he was a kid, they killed his entire village. And, and of course, a Mandalorian finds him and, and takes him in and, and trains him to be a Mandalorian. So it's his, kind of his origin story of why he doesn't like droids. Uh, so it, it makes sense for the series. But, you know, as a, as like a, you know, I, and maybe maybe I'm I'm mocking it too early. Maybe when there's real AIs walking around, we will have droidists. Like, like maybe there will be like droidism <laughs> alive and well. You know, droids having to use uh you know other water fountains or something, or maybe droids. You know, yeah, maybe maybe there'll be a whole civil droid rights movement. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm not, not someone to, to know about these kind of things. So anyways, uh, yeah, so, so I, you know, am, uh, uh, yeah, you know, so anyways, the, uh, the droid thing aside, there's a droid in there, which, you know, is an IG-88 unit that gets reprogrammed. Uh, oh, by the way, an Ugnaught plays a cool role. You know, the Ugnaughts, the creatures in the, in Empire Strikes Back that just sort of, seem to throw around C-3PO's head and not do much else. Uh, <laughs> they, they actually, like, more explore that type of character, and, and he re-writes uh, an IG-88, which is like the assassin droid, uh, and, and makes it into the Baby Yoda uh, caretaker. So, you know, basically what happens is uh, turns out to be a 53-year-old Baby Yoda, and the Baby Yoda has Jedi powers. So, uh, you know, there's some serious Jedi powers going on with this uh, kid. It also seems to really like him. And, and then eventually you get this whole thing that, you know, because they take in uh, orphans and, and train them to be Mandalorians or, or get the, the orphans back to someone who could care for them, because they have this whole thing where they try to save children, it becomes kind of like a, a father and his baby Yoda story, and then he picks up all these other people along the way, uh, and then eventually it's a big group of them fighting, you know, the remnants of the Empire who are after it. And and by the way, uh, uh, man, I am forgetting uh, Juan Carlo uh, Esposito. I believe his name is. Uh, he's he's from Breaking Bad. He plays uh, the the big the big uh, scary <laughs> drug kingpin in Breaking Bad, like. Uh, like the guy that owns the the Poyos Los Hermanos uh, uh, chicken joints, where he's using that to run drugs, and is probably like one of the more scary people. He plays the big bad ex uh, uh, Empire person that's after Baby Yoda, and so, anyways, there's a lot of fighting stormtroopers and and a lot of like you know all everyone trying to save Baby Yoda, and at the end of it. You know, even though he gets this little group together and they all fight the stormtroopers and eventually save Baby Yoda by the end, they just kind of all disperse and and you know one of them dies. Uh, I won't tell you which one, but uh, you know they just kind of well actually two of them die really. Yeah, I didn't think about that. One of them dies in an earlier episode and then one of them dies, I think, in the last episode. Anyways, uh, he gets all these people to help him along the way and they just all kind of disperse and go about their own business, which. 
you know, I understand. It's like he's kind of a lone wolf character, and, and they want to set up season two as, as like, you know, a lone wolf. Like, you know, him and Baby Yoda versus the universe. Uh, so I, I, I get it. Uh, but I also, I don't know, I'm, I'm, maybe it's because every single 80s movie and, and Star Wars is among them. I mean, yeah, first ones came out in the 70s, but they, they have this trope of, you know, the team gets together. Uh, and so it was kind of sad that the team was not going to get together by the end of it and, and continue on to help this baby Yoda get to the Yoda planet. I think that's kind of where they end up. They're like, well, we can't train him to be a Mandalorian, so we'll just get him to Yoda Planet. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm sad about that. Uh, I understand it, though, and, and I'm definitely excited about season two. So, you know, I think Mandalorian's a really great series. Just don't think about what's going on under that helmet. You'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think, I think you'll in, enjoy it. So, and you'll also, you know, get to have everything that's cool about Star Wars, uh, except for, well, I mean, the Force, but, you know, the other point that I find interesting about this particular series is that they go back to the Force is a little bit more rare in The Mandalorian. So in, in, in you know, the, the movies, uh, it's like everyone has the Force, like... You have the force, and that person has the force, and everyone uses the force. And and you know there is there is a comment in the movie that makes you think it's rare that Han Solo, uh, when they first meet him, he doesn't believe in the force. He doesn't think it's true. He thinks it's just some, uh, you know, old wives' tale. And and then he of course he sees Obi Wan and Luke using it. And then by the <laughs> rise of Skywalker or or the force awakens he's totally a believer of the force by then so it's like they do have this like like han solo eventually believes in the force but that i think is important to know for the mandalorian because in the mandalorian like no one believes in the force so no one knows what this baby yoda is doing when he's using the force so you know when baby yoda like like does all these force jedi tricks uh, they don't even know what a Jedi is or or that he's using the Force or anything like that, which, you know, I think I do find that believable because, you know, they did set it up that, you know, it was rare and most people didn't believe in it. But it is also interesting that no one knows that it's the Force. You know, of all the people that he's talking to, no one seems to know, oh, that baby has the Force, you know what I mean? So they're, you know... That might not be, but it also might be because, you know, they're in the Outer Rim. They're all people that might have never seen the Force be used or or never, you know, or thought the Force was an old wife's table or, or something like that, like that. But, you know, so it, it is, it, that is kind of an interesting uh, spin to it, that this is a Star Wars that is very less Force-heavy. Uh, it's more about big giant guns, which, uh, you know, there's a lot of big giant guns, a lot of a lot of shooting that happens, <laughs> uh, and 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 it's it's fun. It's a it's very action packed. Oh, and it's also John Favreau. So you know, for those of you that are familiar with '90s uh, <laughs> comedies, uh, John Favreau wrote and directed it. And also, the artwork at the end of every episode is really cool. So watch the credits, man, because you get some cool art there. I, I really think it was might might have been like the storyboards, you know, because every film has like storyboards where they hire an artist to kind of draw what that scene looks like and, and they do that so they know what they're filming you know so everyone kind of gets a, a idea of what you know so no so they could agree at least on what they're filming you know 
uh, so the you know the costume designer makes the right helmet that the guy never takes off. You know that's that's why they do storyboards. But they probably had such good storyboards that they're like, man, we gotta we gotta like like show the world these storyboards are so good. So yeah, whatever art art at the end of the Mandalorian, I think it's like. That's how they get you to watch credits, man. They show you stuff like that because that's that's some good art there. I think uh, I, I I liked watching the credits in The Mandalorian. Uh, it's also, you know, doesn't start with a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and and John Williams' music is not in it. Uh, <laughs> it is in it, I think, in in themes and stuff, but it has its own theme, you know. So that's kind of interesting too. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. Uh, so yeah, if you got uh, some popcorn and and you know want to have some good fun, check it out. My wife and I actually ended up binge watching it. We stayed up to like 2 a.m., which is for having a kid. It's like guaranteeing that you're gonna get like three hours of sleep because that kid's waking up at six. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, worth the lack of sleep though. Uh, so yeah, can't wait for season two. And I would say of all the Star Wars TV series, it's my favorite. I've seen a little bit of Clone Wars, not the whole thing, and uh, I haven't seen Rebels yet. Uh, but I've, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. it. It's a great, great series. So uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, if you've got some uh, more time on your hands, uh, we got some other stuff here at the Real Paranormal Activity Network. And uh, yeah, you should uh, go ahead and check it out. Check out the app. Thank you for listening. 